Hey guys, we are Emma and Jessica. Welcome to our podcast, the MSR Files, Next Files podcast. In this episode, we're going to go over the host. We'll go through it scene by scene and discuss. We'll interject with our own thoughts. Hope you enjoy. This one was written by Chris Carter and directed by Daniel Sackheim. And Emma, you're up first. And do you want to, I've saved this for the podcast. Yes. I had a stress stream. Okay. So weird. About this podcast. Yeah. That I'd written, because it's been so long since I wrote the notes from us recording, because uh, me and Elle. I had a stress stream that I wrote the first half of the notes when I was supposed <laughs> to be writing the second half. But the weird thing was, I was podcasting with you. Yeah. But it wasn't you who had to wrote the first half of the notes oh. as well. <laughs> This is coming in from left field. I think it's maybe because I watched Dune. <laughs> Fucking Oscar Isaac. Oh <laughs> I'd, re- I'd written the first half of the podcast and I was like, Oscar, no, I've written the first half of the podcast. And it was an absolute nightmare. And I was we remember we cannot be like panicked. And then I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck is Oscar Isaac going on our podcast? I was like, wait, just a dream. Just a dream. It's okay. Oh, if only it wasn't though, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, special guest, yeah. Oscar Isaac on the podcast. The big man. Big X Files fan of Brian. <laughs> this podcast about him. Yeah, <laughs> we love oh, a short brilliant. king. He loves a short scully. Yeah. <laughs> loves a short queen. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to let you know that before you start with your notes. <laughs> I was like, I must yeah. remember to tell him on this. I was going to tell you today at work, and then I was like, No, I'm waiting no, for I'm the podcast. That is brilliant. Now I want Oscar Isaac to sit and chat about <laughs> the X Files. That'd be good. That would be good. Okay, so here we go, diving in with the host. So the super reads that in the Atl- there's a ship in the Atlantic Ocean, two miles off the coast of New Jersey. It is a Russian freighter. A man is going about, he's shouting and like knocking about on the pipes and stuff. I don't know, like the belly of the ship? Like just <laughs> the depth of I don't, the ship. I don't know the ship he's, terms. He's about. He's making it. He's calling I don't give rocks. a ship. <laughs> <laughs> Wine jokes. <laughs> so, where did I get to? <laughs> I've read one sentence, so I'm like, where did I get to? So, he opens the door to go into the bathroom, and he steps in water. The toilets are all flooded. And he walks into the boiler room, and there's men yelling in Russian. And the Russian engineer picks up the phone and calls the engine room. And this man picks out... I've written that he's picked out a poor unfortunate soul <laughs> to take him <laughs> dipped into one of the tanks to find the blockage and clear it. <laughs> I would quit on the spot. Yeah. I don't care if we're in the ship in the middle of the ocean and there's no way that I can go, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> so just fuck off. Don't yeah. talk to me until we reach port. Yeah. As I said, when we rewatched it, if I had to go into like sewage like that, I would just expire. Yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> Cease to exist. Just salute as you go down in the yeah. water. Like, see you later, guys. <laughs> I'm out. Imagine if Jack had done that in Titanic just a wee just, <laughs> before he went down into the depths. That would have been ace. Yes. That would have been a comedy. That that thought was brought to you by wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best thoughts are. Um, so this wee boy, wee Dimitri, and bless him, he's just like, Dimitri. why is it always me? And the guy's like, because you're a kid. <laughs> is Dimitri not the boy in Anastasia, the cartoon? Yeah. 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 I love Anastasia. I've years. Yeah. Watch it again. Um, so yeah, basically, like he's the... I've, I've wrote, he's the Baron, and I ain't doing it, so you will do it. 
So he's just the the young one who gets left with all the shit jobs. <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> quite literally. So Dramitri goes about it, cutting about in this big water tank. He, and then something reaches out of the water and grabs him around the neck and pulls him in. He manages to lift out of the water enough to scream and the engineer runs back to try and help him. But whatever is pulling him into the water is stronger. Dimitri goes under and they call to flush out the tanks, which flushes out all the water and the thing. Mulder's back in his wee hole after the, the starting titles. He's still on wiretap G and he looks fucking thrilled about it. He's basically sitting in like his own filth. There's <laughs> Chinese food carins like everywhere. There's there's a paper cup stuck to a pencil, like I think it's Paul Simon. Paul Simon. <laughs> Either or. Not to be pedantic. <laughs> Playing football so, yeah. with the seeds. Yeah, he's just fucking about. Yeah. He just looks sad. I don't blame him. Yeah. I would not sit and do that for eight hours a day. Yeah, I would. Or maybe longer. I don't know how long their shifts are. Yeah, he just looks. He's go, He's going through it. He's going through it. The poor wee guy. You can tell by how shit his hair is. Yeah, and you can even tell because when the door opens, he's like squints into the light. I'm like, mate, turn the light on. <laughs> like, why is it in the dark? He just lives like... constantly in dark. He's basically Batman, yeah. but not cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming black. <laughs> Where's Bane? I was born in the darkness. <laughs> Oh, you think the darkness is your ally? <laughs> <laughs> he wishes he was being, but he's not. I need a glass to do that properly. <laughs> yeah, so an agent tells him he's been relieved from his current assignment and another agent will take over and he tells him that he has a flight to catch in 45 minutes. Oh, a quick turnaround. I suppose. In Why would you get a flight to New Jersey? Like, I don't feel like New Jersey's that far from DC. I, I wouldn't have thought so. Waste of... Not that my American geography is great, but... Yeah, waste of fuel and money. Yeah. Let's just drive. We'll get the Terrible bus. for the environment. Mm-hmm. Get a train. No trains going that way. So on the way out, Mulder hands the new guy's bag of sunflower seeds and tells him to treat himself. Because of course he does. Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. On the way, as they're walking out, the, this new, not the new agent's taking over, but the agent that told them he was relieved is explaining the sitch and says he's going to work on a murder case in New York, New York, New Jersey, and that Skinner specifically requested him for it. And Mulder's just like, Skinner requested me? He's like, Skinner loves me? He loves me again. Daddy's giving me some attention. He's got daddy's approval. (laughs) (laughs) So we're in Newark, New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah, we pull his car, pulls up to the scene, and Mulder approaches a Detective Norman, which is his contact. Uh, Detective Norman says that the forensics team is just wrapping up, and this is one case he's going to be more than happy to turn over to you guys being the FBI. He calls over another officer, Kenny, who just Kenny. puts down a pair of wellies at Mulder's feet. <laughs> and he's just, you can just tell. And it's just like, oh no, here we go. What's the other episode where Mulder wears wellies and he's like, proper hunter wellies he's wearing? It holds a special place in my heart, I don't know why. <laughs> I've talked to my therapist about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Millennium? Oh, you're asking a lot me trying to remind Millennium. I think it might be, it's definitely season seven. Okay. Is Millennium season seven? <laughs> yeah. Let's go for it. Say it confidently. Yeah, sure. 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 Fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Mulder's got a pair of Ellie's. He has a new wee hole. What do they call that in America? Because that's not what they call it. And they'll probably be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Is it just rubber boots? I feel like we've had this discussion I before. I think. Oh. Yeah, that's a good point. I've never heard anyone on American. The full name is Wellington Boots, boots but I don't think they call them that either, really. Hold on, wellies in the U.S. Rain boots. 
With our accent as well, they might think we're saying willies. Swear willies. Has some willies when he walks in. <laughs> Wellington boots, rubber boots. I just remember Zach Efron finding it hilarious in whatever that show is he has on Netflix. Oh, never know. watched the show. No, I've not watched really it. good. It's about better ways to live. You've never what's it called? Maybe it's called Down to Earth with Zach Efron. I remember you talking about it, but I've never. It's really good. I might have just watched it because Zach Efron's in it, but I actually ended up being really fucking good. If you're into that kind of stuff, I am. Save the planet, kill humans. <laughs> that's not on. That's not the message Zach Efron's yeah. doing. That's just my message. No, I don't know what. I mean, it doesn't really say. They're just like rain boots. Like, yeah. Just, I think they call them like rubber boots, rubber no? Rubber boots, rain boots. Well, you can tell us. Y'all can tweet us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. He's cutting a bit. Cutting a bit. They're down in the sewer and he is bulking away. He's like, Bleh. to be fair, that's where that haircut belongs. So, yeah, <laughs> belongs in the bin, just like this newbie hole that he's got. <laughs> um, so Norman tells Mulder to wash himself, and he's like, "Yep, wouldn't want to step in anything." <laughs> Fucking Mulder with the jokes. Um, nah. Mulder asks who found the body, and it's a sanitation worker. Uh, that's what Norman says. He says it's a sanitation worker, and he asks if there was any ID. It's, I think it's supposed to be Dimitri. But the X Files is a podcast. If you didn't know, because I couldn't see a thing. Yeah. In the darker scenes as I watched. X Files was the Saturday first afternoon. podcast. Yeah. So I couldn't actually tell because it was too sunny, and I couldn't be bothered moving off the couch. Close the blinds. Close the blinds. I don't even look at the telly properly. But yeah, it's, it's Dimitri. Remember when we were little, we used to fling a blanket over the TV and just ah. sit right next to it, like underneath the blanket, ah, so we can see. That sounds so cool. Well, I see a blanket. I mean, my full ass duvet yeah. over the TV. It was hot. Yeah. You sweated less as a kid, though, I feel like. Yeah, true, yeah. You, you didn't really feel it as much. I remember doing that with Bambi and then being like, let's just cover the TV completely <laughs> until this traumatizing scene is over. Yeah. Oof, my wee heart. Afterwards, I'm just like, no. How oh, dare they kill his mother. Shocking. Anyway. <laughs> this is the X-Files. Yeah. So the body's all decomposed and Norman says that the front side is pretty much eaten away. <laughs> And the man's dick's gone. <laughs> That's what we've led to believe from that. Yeah. Those fish were eating good that night. <laughs> yep. Getting some grady Russian meat. <laughs> Brilliant. Norman asks Mulder, would you like us to turn him over for you? And Mulder's like, nope, I'll take your word on that. He is sounding very pissy and starts to walk back the way he came. And Norman's just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, what do you want us to do with the body? <laughs> Mulder just keeps walking and tells him to wrap it up and send it to the FBI care of his assistant director, Skinner. Now listen, I get it. He's annoyed that Skinner's sending him on these jobs, like purposely sending him to the worst places. Yeah. Not actually how it turns out, but that's what he believes. And yeah, that would be shit to be in that situation, but someone's dead. It's still a homicide. It's still a murder to be mm-hmm. investigated. And acting like a little bitch. Yep. It's really not good. There's and no I don't know why the writer is, aka Chris Carter, couldn't see how bad he was making his main character look. Yeah, I know, exactly. I'm like, somebody's still dead, like, you need to help them. Don't look good, bruh. Nope. So we cut to the FBI headquarters. We are in outside Skinner's office. Mulder is still pretty pissy. He's just walking about, or pacing about, I should say. Um, Skinner's assistant comes out of his office, and Mulder tells her that he needs to speak with him, and... <laughs> She's quite pissy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I must have been on something this Saturday afternoon because I've written, she's like, not sedun. <laughs> Skinner's not having it. So basically, she's like, no, he's busy. Mulder continues to push and asks if she will tell him that 
he's there and that he speak with him. Now she's raging, but she agrees. And she opens the door. She's like, excuse me, Mr. Skinner. I'm very sorry to interrupt, but Agent Volder is demanding to see you. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's what you get. So Skinner is now raging at the, at the interruption. When Skinner him, not raging? Exactly. He's like in a perpetual state of raging. Ask him if there's a problem as he walks up to the roar. And Mulder's like, yeah, there is. I'm like, mate, you sound like, I don't know, like a 12-year-old. Yeah. Sounds like a, a baby. It's not a good look. No. But what is a good look is Skinner's just like, <laughs> the skin man, he's like, we'll make an appointment. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so Mulder's still raging like a child. Tells him it's kind of hard to make an appointment when you're up to your ass, uh, up to your ass, and raw sewage being jerked around from one meaningless assignment to another. And Skinner's just like, "Excuse me." <laughs> and Mulder's like, "What's my next punishment? Scrubbing the bathroom floors with a toothbrush?" And Skinner's like, "Right, pipe down, <laughs> wind your neck in." He's like, "You are way out of line." And Mulder's like, oh, "So I gathered." And Skinner's like, "Right, fine, come into my office." <laughs> How many times do you think Skinner says to Mulder, "You're way out of line" in the next house? I oh. feel like he says that a lot. Like, far too often for him to still be employed. Yeah. It's like, you're way out of line. Not going to do anything about it, but you're way out of line. Not going to do anything, but I'm not happy about it. It's a lot of paperwork to fire you or something like that. Skin man is just like, fine, come into my office. And then Mulder walks in and they just kind of like, ah, shit. And he realizes that he's just interrupted a meeting and everyone is just kind of staring at him. He looks like a scolded child. He does. He looks like a wee kid in trouble at school. And skin man just keeps going. He's like, Agent Mulder, would you please inform the room as to why you regard your homicide case in New Jersey as meaningless? <laughs> He's like, ah, like, that's what you get. And Mulder's like, oh, it just seemed like a simple drug land body dump, not the type of case that the FBI normally wastes its time and manpower on. And then Skinner drops the bomb. Certainly, Agent Mulder, given your recent history here, you're not one to judge what is or is not a waste of the Bureau's time or manpower. Kick a man while he's down. But also, He's being a little bitch, so he kind of deserves it. Yeah. And Mulder's like, sir, my work on the X-Files, and he gets cut off. And he's like, the X-Files have been closed, Major Mulder, but you carry out your new assignments and investigate them to the best of your ability. Is that not clear? And Mulder's like, yeah. And then Skinner says that he'll be anticipating his field reports on your current homicide case. Thank you. And Mulder walks out, and Skinner's just like fed up, but just like throws the paper on the desk. It's like, fuck you, Mulder. <laughs> he's like, this fucking kid. <laughs> So we are in a park in Washington, D.C. Mulder's sitting on a bench by himself looking out at the Washington Monument and Scully walks up to him. She asks if the seat is taken and Mulder says, no, but I should warn you, I'm experiencing violent impulses. And Scully says, well, I'm armed, so I'll take my chances. What the bands? They love each other. So she sits down and she's just like, oh, (laughs) she sounds fucking knackered. Yeah, again, pregnant. Just yeah, doesn't want to be standing. Like, oh. I think she also knows she's about to get into it. Well, I'm being like, right, okay. What the fuck is going on? What are you doing without me? <laughs> because she goes on to say, say, I heard you really endeared yourself to Director Skinner today. I love how they're all bitching about each other, behind each other's back oh, in the yeah. FBI. Like, come on, guys. Oh, yeah. Can't even keep each other's secrets. How do you expect to keep the nation's secrets? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then Mulder says, you know, sometimes it just gets really hard to smile through it when they ask you to bend down and grab your ankles, you know. It's like, okay, Mulder. As a man, I'm sure you would understand <laughs> that. <laughs> And Scully says, it's not exactly as if you've ever tried to fit into the program. And Mulder says, no, but I've been thinking about a lot about that lately. I've been thinking about leaving. And the eye contact in this scene, though, so fucking good. So yeah, Mulder says that he's been thinking of leaving, and Scully is shooketh. She's like, the bureau. Blink, blink. And Mulder sighs, and then <laughs> just like shakes his head. He's like, what? And Scully's like, well, what would you do? 
And basically, Mulder's like, oh, I'll pursue my work in the paranormal somehow, which means like becoming a crackpot. Which is what he should have been done. Like, he should have had his own like books and shit come yeah. the revival. Like, that is such. Or his yeah. own podcast, his own mm-hmm. fucking blog or something. He should have had something. Day, he should have yeah. been like, or he should have been one of those guys on Ancient Aliens. He should have been George yeah. Tishkalis. Aliens. Yep, that's what he should have been. They missed an opportunity there. Missed the beat. But then, of course, it's not the end to it, but it's Chris Carr. So. Chris Carr. <laughs> so, yeah, but Scully is grasping at straws. She's trying to help him. And she's like, well, you could request for a transfer to Quantico. Come back to the Behavioral Science Unit. Um, she just wants him to work in the yeah. same building as her. She wants to run into him every day. She wants to have lunch with him. Yes. They just want to be married. Yes. We'll want to have all the babies. Yes. Just say what you really want. Scully. Yeah. This boy's dense as fuck. <laughs> yep. So Mulder's just like, no, they don't want us working together, Scully. And right now, that's the only reason I can think of to stay. <laughs> Which I have written down and <laughs> in my notes. And Scully's like, well, what about this case you're working on? And Mulder's like, mm, this is zero. Again, dead body. Yeah, exactly. Person's lost their life, mate. Yeah. Calm down. Scully asks where the body is, and Mulder says that they transferred it to our forensics lab. And he's like, look, Scully, I know what you're trying to do. And Scully says, maybe I can request you the autopsy. And Mulder's still being a little bit. She's like, mm, it's an exercise. It's going to just rub my nose in it. There's nothing to it. And Scully is just like, there's a dead body, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, yeah. catch yourself on, Mulder. <laughs> There's still a dead body to look at. So we then cut to the FBI National Academy, Quantico in Virginia. Scully is doing the autopsy. This ain't love. Her, her volunteering. Exactly. Do Didn't have autopsy. to. No. She was like, a body left in the sewer? That sounds disgusting. Do you want me to do that for you, though? Because yes, I, I love you. For you. <laughs> yes. Still nothing. Nada. This boy does not pick up. Nope. Absolutely clueless. So she unzips the body bag, and we can tell that. It's got quite a quite an aroma to it. <laughs> it is not doesn't seem very nice. Um, and then she starts speaking out loud to like the tape recorder and like reads out all the de- details, cause of time and death, cause and time of death unknown. She goes on to do the autopsy, and I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really watch it. It sounded gross enough. I was like, nah, nah. She then gets to the liver, and she's like, oh, it shows some nodular hardening consistent with the recipient alcoholism and then she gets a fright because there's just like a small flat grey worm like peeking out from and again I couldn't even watch it because it was gross I was just like what's up dude what's that dude so yeah she gets to be fright when it pops out and it's wriggling around but she manages to extract it so we're back in New Jersey and a workman goes down to work in the sewer and another workman goes with them They've got like their toolcases and stuff, and they're going to fix a fence grating which has been ripped out. One says they're going to need a bigger piece of wire, so they go back up the ladder to get it. As the first workman continues on, he goes into the water and removes a large piece of wood that has been caught and puts up on the ledge. Um, after that, he gets pulled under and cries out. He manages to surface and shouts for help, and the other guy comes back down the ladder to help him. There's lots of screaming and lots of flailing around, but they manage to get him out of the water with the help of a rope. And once he pulled out, we see that he's been bitten by something. And the other man says that he's going up to find help. I would not want to be left on that platform after being bitten in that war. I'd be like, Can yeah, get any worse. We then cut to Middlesex County Hospital. It's, I don't know, it's Sayreville? New Jersey. The doctor is examining the man who was attacked and says that... It's Mrs. Bidahas. Yeah. Is it not? I think so. I guess. Such a great name. Bidahas. <laughs> Fun name to say. So, yeah, so they kind of like rattle off symptoms and stuff and ask him how he's feeling and she says that she's going to give him a tetanus booster just as a precaution 
and the workman says, I'd be happy if you just give me something to get rid of this taste in my mouth. Mulder walks in and she just hands in some chewing gum. She's like, the taste will go away. I'm like, I don't think that's the taste stay? Like, surely you've already mouthwashed and... But I think it's from the worm that's actually in him. Oh, that's why it's there. Yeah. I was going to say. Ah, that's, right, that makes that's, sense. that's why he's brushed his teeth later on, so uh, I'm trying to get rid of it. I thought it was just still the taste <laughs> of the sewage, not the... Oh. Yeah, don't talk about that scene. <laughs> well, that scene doesn't exist. Swiftly moving on. So the Mulder walks out with the doctor. Uh, she goes to get like the V10S booster and she says that she's surprised to hear that the FBI was involved. Is there something here I should know? Mulder says, I don't know. Maybe you can tell me. Uh, the doctor says that the patient is a sanitation worker. Claims he was attacked by something down in the sewer this morning. They've been unable to determine what attacked him. Uh, she thought this was just a bogus disability claim, but it appears he is telling the truth. Mulder asks what's, what is his condition. The doctor says he's in satisfactory health. I've given him a heavy course of antibiotics and we're checking for hepatitis. He does have a strange wound on his back. Mother asks what kind of wound and the doctor says it could be some kind of bacterial infection. Frankly, I can't say I've ever seen anything like it. She walks back through and introduces Mulder to the, the workman who asks what attacked him. And the workman says that he thinks it might have been a snake that someone flushed down the toilet. <laughs> uh, he says that he found an alligator in the sewer a couple of years ago. It was stronger than hell, I'll tell you that, and it clamped onto him like a vice. Um, the doctor walks around to his back and pulls away the bandages, looking at the wound, and tells Mulder that it almost looks like a bite. And Mulder walks around and gets a look at it, and his phone rings. It's Scully. And she's like, Mulder, it's me. Iconic line. I need to see you. Oh, I'm even barreling. <laughs> and she says, I've got something here I think you should know about. Mulder asks what it is. And she's, we cut to her, and she's reading over the notes, and she says that it's some kind of parasite from the John Doe. She's having it looked at, but should know more by the time you get down here. Mulder says, she's like, well, I'm up in Jersey. I should be taking the shuttle down in about an hour. And he just hangs up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would you just hang up without seeing like a bye? This really annoys me because this happens on TV shows all the time when people just hang up. And like, people don't say goodbye on TV oh. shows. Like, people That's say weird. goodbye. I've never had someone just hang up on me. Yeah. Like, maybe if it's like a stupid call or something. Yeah. Ah. But if you're having a conversation with someone, I've never had them just be like, no. Hang yeah. up, that's it. Yeah. So stupid. Like, if you're at work and you're talking to your colleagues on the phone, you wouldn't just be like, yeah. oh, blah, blah, blah. If my colleague hung up on me, I would be fucking, next time I saw him, I'd be like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? This is How very strange. dare you? Yeah, very strange. Back in the hospital room, the workman asks when he can get out of there, and he just wants to go home. Mulder's phone rings again, and he answers it, and says, Scully, this is a bad time for me to talk. And here comes X. It's Mr. X. New, new sugar daddy. Yeah. And he's an improvement on the last one. Mm, he's just like, Mr. Mulder. And then Mulder's just like, eh, what's going Mr. on here? Mulder. And X says, I think you should know you have a friend at the FBI. Use that term loosely because <laughs> is he ever friendly with Mulder? He fucking hates the boy. <laughs> there, there are no pals. Mulder asks, who is this? But the mysterious man hangs up. The doctor calls over to him, tells him that he ha if he has no more questions, the worker is getting released, which Mulder's just like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And he's too confused about the phone call to pay attention anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So we're back at Quantico. Mulder is walking down into Scully's office, and when he enters, he tell no, she tells him to close the door. So he just kind of like backs close, up. And close the door and strip. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's even better, yeah. Mm. Um, so she hands him a glass with a parasite in it, and she says that it's called Turbillaria. That's a fluke. Yeah, that's a fluke or a flatworm. And Mulder asks, this was living inside the body? Scully says, apparently it, atta it had attached itself to the bile duct and was feeding off the liver. 
Mulder's just like, lovely. And Scully, with the facts that I didn't need to know, is like, believe it or not, something like 40 million people are infected worldwide. Not me. Nope. <laughs> didn't need new nightmares I will today, kill Scully. myself. If I find there's a fucking worm like that inside of me, I will yeah. kill myself. I will end it right here. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to deal with that reality. No. <laughs> I think I'm alright. I don't eat meat. Nah, sure. You're safe. Because he said something about sushi. Yeah. And I remember my sister, because she's paranoid, coming home with a thing she printed out from online about a guy having a big warm in his head because eating sushi oh, yeah. so that must have been like a big thing that was going around <laughs> yeah back in the early the early days yeah because the, the next line is is this where you tell me some terrible story about sushi ask us like, well maybe you'd rather hear what you can catch from a nice rare steak and i'm glad i have well done steak because fuck that i'm not catching anything from a rare steak i want it cooked i want everything in it dead <laughs> that's all i want so Mulder then quips what the Mulder weapon was a top sirloin and I'm like, oh, the wee banter. And Scully even smiles and they're too fucking cute. She misses him so much. She's now laughing at his shit jokes. Yes, yeah. That's when you can. The situation's dire. Uh, Scully then goes on to say that flukes are endemic in unsanitary conditions. It's more likely that the victim contracted it down inside the sewer. Mulder asks before or after he died. Scully says that she doesn't know. According to my sources, it's unlikely that a single parasite could have killed them. He's a young man, but the weird thing is there's no other discernible cause of death. Mulder asks how the parasites attach themselves. Scully says they have what's called a scolex, a sucker-like mouth with four hooking spikes. Mulder pulls out a picture of the wound on the back of the workman and hands it to her and asks if it's anything like this. Scully's just like, where did you get that? And Mulder says that something attacked a workman in New Jersey sewer this morning and they're standing so close to talking. <laughs> Scully says, are you asking me if this is from a fluke? And Mulder says, could it be? And Scully's like, Mulder, this guy is a tiny little organ. This is a huge bite mark. So then he picks up the jar and Mulder asks, how big, how big can these things get? And she starts to laugh and cue my heart just like exploding because, oh my god. <laughs> They're so they're too fucking cute. So she's just giggling away. She's giggling away, kicking her feet in the air like, oh, oh. <laughs> she's like Mulder, and they just stare at each other. And Mulder just like doesn't care. He's just like, what? What's so funny? <laughs> and she's just like, I'm sorry. I felt like old times. Fucking rip my heart out and stamp on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I I went on I went on like a the whole spiel. Him. Which I will now read out to you. Oh, my precious babies, don't worry, you'll be back together soon enough. You'll have to suffer to get there, which is the good stuff, TVH, and because Jillian needs to go have her baby, but you'll get there. <laughs> so yeah, they fall silent, but the smile on both their faces yeah. is so cute. They miss each other so much. They do. Just fucking have sex already. Yeah, yeah they need it. Starting to feel like a fucking <laughs> Stephanie Meyer novel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say unrelated, but kind of related. Actually, it's really related. <laughs> I was reading the host of the book of the same name oh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh my god, how did I ever think this was good? But at the same time, I'm like, oh, Do you know what? it's so good. Last, I can't remember if it was just Monday there or Sunday there, for whatever reason. It wasn't on that day, but I brought it up because it was like the night before. Yeah. Again, my insomnia. I was just trying to sleep. And then all of a sudden, I was like, fucking Jacob imprinted on a fucking yeah. newborn baby. I'm like, if, I was like, is that the most Mormon shit you've ever heard of in your life? I was like, <laughs> now like looking at the Twilight saga. Yeah. With wider eyes. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's fucked. It was like me, my mom, and my two sisters. And I brought up and they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> I was calling Jake. I thought he was called Jake in the book. I totally forgot he was called Jacob. I don't know why. And then they were like, oh, Jacob. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, fucking Twilight. Yeah. And they were just like, why are you getting angry about this now? And I'm just like, Cause it's, it's fucking bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> we, 
There we go. Got our TikTok audio over this. <laughs> Just focusing on the host. How bizarre. How bizarre. See, so, yeah, I, I was, was reading doing the flick noise. Like, does it ah, scream? <laughs> I think I'm doing and I. <laughs> yes. Love it. Or uh, my heart will go on, Celine Dion. Oh. I was trying to think what will work better. Yeah, I can't believe I thought the host was great when I was like 14, 15. But I was reading that again. I was like, this is a load of shit, but it's good. Emma. <laughs> all those books up there, you're telling me they're, they're all, all good. They're all oh, good. They're not as bad as. They're not as bad. There's a whole F1 saga, you told me. Yes. Which got me into it. Thanks very much. <laughs> and then I read it again. No, after I started watching it, I was like, this is based on the devastation. Like, I was like, oh my god, I've got Emma into <laughs> F1, and then it turns out that it's some stupid fucking book well, series. To be fair, it was the when was it? It was that the Abu Dhabi race where I can't remember the year. Don't even bring that up. Yeah, that one. Don't and it was dare. on for hours when I was out at somebody's house, and I was like, oh, I should get into watching Formula One. And I was like, I don't have Sky. Ooh, my headphones are falling off my head, so I was like, I can't watch it. And then I was like, oh, I should watch it next year. And then I started reading one of the books by that author, and then I was like, oh, they've got like a formula one i didn't realize it was formula one and then yeah. i started watching formula one i was like this is based on like real people I, like, I don't feel comfortable with this anymore so <laughs> crazy my delusions that this is not real that's why i can't read fanfic yeah. i can't do it just I can't do it real people the secondhand embarrassment i'm just like no nope. no yeah. i can't do it real people no like, people's writing i'm not saying the writing's not good because yeah. i can't deal with oh. characters yes but not real people no no i can't even do characters and it's like nope no no yeah. can't do it anyway back to the host Back to the, this this host, not Stephanie Meyer's whack ass book. I don't even remember where I got to. So Scully's continuing to go on about the flatworm. You know, they're parasites and not creatures that go around attacking people. And Mother's like, oh well, that's good. I didn't want to have to tell Skinner that his murder suspect was a giant blood sucking worm, but he would do it though. <laughs> he would fucking. Sleeping to laugh at Mother's joke. He would do it though. And then Scully is like smiling. She's like, oh. No, that wouldn't be me. She should have been like shitbag if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking shitbag if you do not do it right now. Okay, so yeah, they're loving every second of this interaction, and so am so I. So much foreplay. Yeah. Never end result. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Admiral is like, well, at the very least, this will be interesting to the New York Department of Sanitation. Picks up the jar and then just sort of like pauses for a wee second, and he's like, "Look, Scully, I don't know who you shared our conversation with the other night, but I'd prefer if you didn't try to launch a campaign for me." And she's just like, "What the fuck are you on, boy? How dare you accuse her?" Yeah, and he's like, mm, "I don't know who you talked to." And Scully's like, "Me? I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> like, what are you talking about?" And he's like, "Well, somebody called me and told me I had a friend at the FBI." And she's like, look, I don't know what to say to you, but it wasn't me. I'm fucking me. Yeah, she's like, I wouldn't betray her confidence. And how dare you even suggest she do such a thing, Moldy? And they just stare, each, stare at each other for a wee bit. There's more eye contact and it's too fucking cute. <laughs> and then we're back in New Jersey. Fucking oh, New yeah, Jersey. Fucking in the... Of course there's sewage places in New Jersey. If ever there was a mayor for... <laughs> <laughs> No offense if any of our listeners are in New Jersey. So yeah, the the workman's having a time. He's still trying to get rid of this taste in mouth. He starts eating the toothpaste. Oh starts... no, this scene doesn't exist, Emma. Oh, yeah, don't know you're talking about. There's poke in it. There's spew. Do they say poke in America? I don't think they say no, gag. They say gag. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, don't because like <laughs> talking about it makes me have. I've got very sensitive gag reflex. Just <laughs> did I ever tell you? <laughs> what? What are we going to hear? This is oversharing. <laughs> Not really. But I remember, that, so we had this Hungarian chef at the 
And they used to all say to me, he's like, what, Jessica, why are you single? He's my favourite. I love him. <laughs> and I used to say, oh, I don't know. And then COVID happened and we had to, because we had the camera, the film crew there, we had to get tested three times a week because we were in the bubble with them. So it was me and was helping out on night shift. And then the only other person really that was in that early was the breakfast chef, Hungarian guy. So it was my first time ever getting the COVID swab. Oh, no, even think of it. Yeah, I know. So again, sensitive gag reflex. So they go to do it down my throat and I gagged and then Gary just out of fucking nowhere went, that's why you're single. <laughs> she was like, any chest press? was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, it's okay because we're really good friends. So he's allowed to say that. Oh, brilliant. Pissing ourselves laughing because we were just like, oof, I can't believe you said that. Oh, that's brilliant. That's too funny. <laughs> Yeah, so before we both spew, moving on to the scene. Yeah. Basically, he's broom breed and he spewed out the worm. That sure is. Yeah. No. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Oh, what's <laughs> we're, at the new, we're, we're at the sewage processing plant. Foreman is taking Mulder on a wee tour, tells him about how some of the systems were built at the turn of the century, and makes a cute wee joke about the wee older man, Charlie. He's like, oh, just like our Charlie here. <laughs> like, oh, good pants, top notch. And then we Charlie seems very sweet. He's like, oh, yeah. Um, so we walk over to the map and Mulder asks where he was, which is in one of the older sections, big eight foot tunnels. <laughs> and this foreman's funny. He's a funny wee dude. He keeps cracking the jokes. He's like, yeah, 560,000 people a day call my office on the porcelain telephone. <laughs> yeah. And Mulder, Hilarious. I think he would get on really well with this Mulder, guy. Yeah. He, is, he is giggling away. Kind of looks like a pedo. He does. He does look... <laughs> Those glasses, I think, yeah. and the whole like ratty beard. Yeah, he looks questionable. Looks like he's looked at a child in the possibility <laughs> like once. Looks like he should be like near parks. Yeah. <laughs> definitely on our list. <laughs> I'm sure he's a lovely guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Hopefully he's dead for our bit's sake. Because, uh, not really, not wishing the guy dead, but you know, <laughs> moving on, moving on. <laughs> Just don't want him to ever hear this. <laughs> so he pulls out the, the fluke worm, Muller, just whips it out. Uh, just whips out. Whips out what? Whips out his look. Good um, ten inches. Asks the, the foreman if he's ever seen one of these before. Uh, <laughs> good, that's a good backup look. <laughs> yeah, tells him that it's a fluke, and I came from the body that pulled out of the sewer. And the foreman's like, oh, "Wouldn't surprise me. No telling what's breeding down there in the last hundred years." We Charlie, he's doing stare, and I think he's smoking a cigarette. He's just like looking over the wall. Um, the water ripples, and it moves, and he sees something swimming about. Runs it over to the phone and calls it in to the foreman, and he sounds really panicked when he does so. So Mulder and the foreman both run downstairs to meet him, and Charlie says that he's back flushing the system, and that is in there. Mulder's just like, what is it? And wee Charlie's just like, I don't know, it's just swam right past me. He flips the switch, and he's like, there it is. So they both walk over to, it's like a, a pipe, and Charlie shines a torch on the thing's face, and we see that it's a big, massive fluke button. It's a giant fluke worm that has human-like qualities, and it has the wee school X thing. The four men of Mulders kind of look at each other and back at the monster. And then poor wee Dad Morgan. Poor wee Dad and Morgan. Darren Morgan. I love Darren Morgan. Me too. I have a special place in my heart for Darren Morgan. Me too. Brought so much joy. What a guy. What a guy. What a mind. Excellent writer. Yep. Should have done more. Yeah, definitely. Still time, Darren. Quite a slow writer, though, is he not? I'm pretty sure it's Dave not say that in that pilly thing that he takes forever to write a script. Possibly. Which I don't, doesn't surprise me, his scripts are gold. Yeah, takes time to get it right. Yeah. 
get everything right, unlike somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Not naming any names, Chris Carr. And that's the end of my notes. No. Yeah. I'm not ready. (laughs) Okay, so cut to the FBI headquarters, Washington, D.C. So Scully's reading a report on flatworms on her computer. And we have a voiceover. I roll. Mm-hmm. So Sky's like the t- turbellarian. Oh, fuck me, the turbellarian. Yeah, I couldn't see. Flatworm are living, are free living carnivorous scavengers, usually less than three centimeters in length, found in fresh and seawater. Blah 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 blah. So basically, it says although the shape of the wound on the sanitation worker suggests scolex attachment, the sheer size of the wound precludes involvement of the common flukeworm. So I'm guessing that's it. Like rolls it out. And I'm like, bitch. The evidence is right in front of you, and you're still denying it. Don't be such a scully. Scully. So anyway, she hears rustling, and she looks over to see a magazine being slid under her door. So she goes to get it, and she basically flips through it and finds that there's an article that says, Monster on Board, and under it reads, Bizarre accident on a Russian cargo ship has officials suspicious. And then there's a picture of the ship, and then Scully like suddenly realizes this could be the this could this could be the ship where the, the dude's from. So she turns on her computer and she looks up the pathology report and then zooms in on the guy's arm, basically zooming in on the tattoo. It's in a real I feel like photos weren't that great in the nineties. No. They're not that great these days. <laughs> but she sees the tattoo and then her phone rings and she answers it. So it's Mulder. And he says, Scully, it's me. <laughs> and he says, you know that flick you got? And she's like, yeah. And she's just like, yeah. But whatever. And Mulder tells her it must have been the one of the letter. So then we cut to Middle... Middle Essex? No? Middle Six. Middle six. I don't know. I haven't seen Middle Six. I think it's Middle Six. Middle Six. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. Middle Six. Clearly. I'm just going by like... Essex, yeah. middle six. Is it Essex or middle Essex? Middle six, whatever, county psychiatric hospital. And then we get that iconic shot of Mulder and Scully looking through the like the circular window, yeah. which is at 10 feet off. Exiles on a loop. Mm-hmm. They fire their profile. Yeah. So, or it was last time I checked, it was their profile full. So, Scully's seen she doesn't see it, of course. Fucking Scully. Of course she does. It's like, fucking, maybe get a box, stand up and look for the window properly. Yeah, shoulders. Yeah. I think it's spin round right up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Mind. Oh dear. The things that are going through my head. Oh okay. yeah. So Mother's like, you dumb bitch, look over there. And then Scully's like, oh my god. She's on her shoulders. <laughs> so <laughs> Mulder makes a point of pointing out that there's no sex organs on it. And I'm just like, Mulder, but you dirty places. bastard. <laughs> Why is that the first thing you notice? Oh, you're a dirty beast. We can't fuck it. <laughs> but I'll fuck you instead if you want. Scully's basically tells him like the the worms are often hermaphroditic. Hermaphroditic? Hermaphroditic. Is that the right word? I think so. We'll go with. And then she says how that it appears to be parasitic, but it has primate physiology. And Mulder's just like, mm, yeah, he's he's super stoked about this. This is like one of the few times that Mulder actually catches proof of what mm-hmm. he's what he's looking yeah. for. Scully's like, where the hell did it come from? And Mulder says he doesn't know, but it looks like he's going to have to tell Skinner that the suspect is a giant blood-sucking worm after all. 
ha 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 ha. So, and then he says that the only thing he's missing is the body, the sorry, the identity of the body that they found in the sewer. And Scully tells him that he was a Russian, an engineer on a cargo freighter, and that she'd worked this out from the tattoo on his arm. Yeah. And then Mulder asks how she made the connection at all, and then she says about the magazine getting put underneath her door, and she's like, I guess we really do have a friend at the FBI. And then, and then... She tells him, she says, Mulder, when you see Skinner to hand in your field report, I know that it's your decision, but I hope that you know that I'd consider more than a professional loss if you decided to leave. Fucking squeal. She (laughs) loves him. I can't squeal because my voice is about to go already. (laughs) But my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. My voice is getting better until I have to talk constantly (laughs) and then it doesn't work. So then he like smiles and he hands her the tabloid back and then he looks back in at the flickman. And we really don't want to see that bugging. No, no, we don't. No offense, Darren Morgan. But uh, yep. to the worm, not to not to Darren. <laughs> so cut to FBI headquarters, still in Washington DC. In case you've forgotten, so Skinner. I hate that on the fucking super. I'm like, I don't need to know that every time. <laughs> I fucking know what it is. So Mulder Skinner is like angrily flipping through Mulder's report. <laughs> Then he just says that everything looks in order. And Mulder chuckles. And Mulder literally looks like, while Skinner's reading this report, Mulder literally looks like a kid, like watching their dad read the report card. Yeah, yeah, that reminds me. Like, remember when you used to, what did we call them? Was it report no, card? Cards. Was it still a report card? It was yeah. called. We used to get them. Yeah. And like, just, I remember just like, watching your parents being like, because it got sent to them. So uh-huh. you didn't get to fucking see it until they saw it. And you just really, yeah. like, is everything okay on that? Yeah. And that's why he looks like that in this scene. He does. So Mulder laughs at him and he's like, is there something wrong, Agent Mulder? <laughs> yeah, he's so pissed off all the time. He is. He's, he's been a little... Skinner just needs to get laid as well, I think. Yeah. So he's married, actually, at this point, isn't he? Yeah. I'm still married. And then Mulder's just like, it's unexpected considering how bizarre this is. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> and Skinner's like, mm, that's the strangeness of this case isn't lost on me. And then he says that the meeting is to evaluate Mulder's work. And Mulder's just like, he's just a little pissy. <laughs> just, just a little idiot. And Mulder says, like, there's no way that the FBI will prosecute this. And then Skinner, like, says, so he basically tells them, like, that, like they're treating this, this fucking fluke man as any other suspect. And Mulder gets all bitchy and says that Skinner... Well, he gets all bitchy about it. And then Skinner basically admits that it should have been an X-Val. And then Mulder's like, oh, well, you fucking shot us down. And then Skinner's like, oh, we all take orders for someone. Which basically proves that Skinner is on their side. Skinner didn't want an X-Val shut down. Yeah. But anyway, Skinner is on their side, but he's still a dick to them. I'm like, Skinner, lighten up, dude. Smoke some weed. Like, come on, bro. My dude. My dude. My dude. So... Come on, my guy. Yeah, there's all that. And Skinner's like, yeah, yeah, should have been an X-Val. Move on. So we cut to Middlesex County Psychiatric Hospital, if that's what it's called. Yeah, Middlesex. I googled the pronunciation, that's apparently. Mm-hmm. Middlesex. The UK one. I don't know if it's different for America. So basically, we see the flick man scrapped, oh my god, strapped to a gurney, and there's like federal marshals, ambulance truck waiting for him, and they put him into the truck, and I'm sorry, but who would drive this alone at night with this thing? Like, who'd be like, yep, I'll drive the weird fucking yeah. creature that we've never seen before. Like, ugh, who would volunteer to do that? So, anyway, he's driving down the road, and then the driver looks back and sees that the fluke man fluke gone. Man. So, pulls over, goes to look in the back, and fluke man's gone. There's lots of flying everywhere. Ugh. 
Yeah. Not talking about it, not talking yeah, about it. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> so he goes into the ambulance, got his gun prepped, and he's looking around, nothing's there. And then he looks up and he's like, oh my god! And then it's like, or screams or some shit. And you hear the gunshot firing. <laughs> and then we cut to like the sign that they've pulled up next to, and it says, Lake Bay, nature's playground, campsite available. Life bait, fish all year round. <laughs> That's what the sign says. So, Flukman then basically crawls his way, slivers his way to a portable toilet. And we can see that's where he's going to wait to attack his next his next victim. So we cut to Lake Bay at Park at 5.27am. Very specific time. So then this guy decides, this guy that works for the, the company, that what are they called? People that take away the waste. I don't know. Waste management? I don't know. I want Tony Sopranos in charge Anyway, he comes and he puts on his rubber gloves, but then he's like puts this like big thing in to suck out the shit, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And he's like smoking a cigarette while he's doing it with these gloves on. And I'm like, dude, him. you're putting that in your mouth. Yeah. You've got these gloves on that have been touching <laughs> shit and pissing around. <laughs> like, Ugh. Absolute fucking bug. <laughs> so as he's like sucking out the stuff, there's a clog and he's like, oh, and like shakes it around a bit, gives it a wee jiggle. And then, like, the clog clears. We know it's the Fluke Man. He sucked up the Fluke Man. Right? We know what's happening. So then we cut to Lake Betty Park at 6.37 a.m. It's a whole hour and ten minutes later. And there's police uh, police cars everywhere. And Mulder, like, pulls up to the scene. I've made a note. He goes to talk to Detective Norman. And I've made a note that this detective is as tiny as Scully. (laughs) So Mulder's asks what's going on, and the guy, the guy, Detective Norman, says that they've got a dead marshal and the prisoners escaped. I like how there's like the prisoners, like you mean this weird fucking thing that you don't even know where is, and you just thought yeah. one guy was going to be able to, and they strapped it to a gurney. It's like mm-hmm. slimy, and they didn't expect that it might be able to slime <laughs> its way out of that, just sliver its way out of that. And it's not a person, like. <laughs> It's just they yeah. can't question it. it. Can't talk. We're like, what would you expect? Like they weren't a psych test on it, were they not? Yeah. I don't know what the thought process was. It's a load of shit. <laughs> America, America be wild. They be wildin'. So I say that like it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the scene, and they say they've got a police line in a two mile radius. So oh, I forgot to say, as Muller was pulling up, that truck drives by, doesn't it? So we see yes, a truck going yeah. by him. So then Muller's mobile rings and it's only Daddy X. So mm-hmm. Sugar Daddy X says, Mr. Muller. No, he doesn't. That's what Deep Throat said. What, what does Mr. X sound like again? Just like a, a sign of disdain towards Muller. Yeah. yeah, the best way to put it. He basically says, like, listen, I'm going to make this brief, dude. So he says that success in your current assignment is imperative. And Mulder asks who he's talking to, and he's like, are you hearing me, bitch? <laughs> and Mulder's like, yeah, why is it imperative? And then he says, reinstatement of the X-Files must be undeniable. And then he hangs up. And you can tell it's a Chris Carter episode, because I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. I'm like, you could have put it so much simpler. I was watching that, I was like, what the fuck are you on? I could have been so much simpler. So then what happens? So a dog's tracked, uh, sent to a chemical toilet, and they think that he might be hiding inside. And then Mulder's like, the tanker! And Mulder's like, what if he's on the tanker truck? Phantom tanker trucks. Phantom tanker trucks. <laughs> yes. So then we cut to Newark, Newark rather, County Sewage Processing Plant, 8.15am. A lot's fucking happened already. It's so early in the morning. 
8.15 a.m., you're lucky if I fucking crawl out of my bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm always, like, at work at one minute before nine. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, you don't pay me till nine o'clock. Exactly, I ain't gonna yeah. fucking be here before then. Yep. So Mulder pulls up at the, the sewage place. And the four man's basically telling him, like, all the trucks have to come there to deposit their load. Mulder usually goes to Scully to deposit his load. <laughs> Yes. So Mulder is like, so they, like the truck could have already been here and gone. And the guy's like, mm, could have been. If not, like he will be here at some point. So basically they say like everything's processed for this, this, this plant. So the guy has to come. If he's not already been, he's going to have to come. So basically say they'll just have to sit and wait for it to show up because the company don't keep detailed records. And I'm like, if they don't keep detailed records, how the f- fuck do they know who's going where and like yeah. when they're like that's just bullshit you would Aye. need to know all your like pickups so you're going and then when you were like delivering at the plant yeah that's yeah i'm just it wasn't like news that's, yeah no that's just chris, <laughs> that's chris carter not giving yeah, a fuck he's, he's like well i researched this nah <laughs> so basically the foreman tells him like Mulder's asking like what's what's the sitch <laughs> and he says that um all the waste comes here and it's emptied through an outlet pipe about five miles out to sea and Mulder asks if the the fluke man could have escaped for this i, I love how we're saying fluke man it's got no sex organs fluke, fluke person. person yeah they them fucking exiles so Basically, the foreman says there's like this filter thing that that makes sure that nothing bigger than your little finger will get through it. So if it's there, it'll get trapped. And then Mulder's like, "Well, we'll just have a fucking wait, then, won't we?" So then his phone goes. Oh, I'm so clogged up. Oh, I see. So it's Scully. Scully says it's me. Where are you? Uh, Mulder's like fucking waiting in shite as usual. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. he basically says he's at the, the sewage place. He's just got on a hunch that it might be there. Scully's like, how? And Mulder's like, forget it, stupid. I'm such a martyr. I know, yeah. Off Mulder. So <laughs> Scully's like, well, you're not going to like what I have to tell you. And Mulder's like, why not? And Scully tells him that the fluke that she found in the corpse might have been an incubating larva. And Scully's like, well, whatever this thing is, it's transmitting eggs or larvae through its bite. Mulder's like, fucking fantastic. <laughs> so he subtracts that it's trying to reproduce. And Scully says it's looking for hosts. Uh, that's where you get your episode title from. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's wanting nourishment for its larvae. So yeah, it's trying to find a new host, and Muller's like, "I know Scully. It could multiply." And then that's the end of that conversation. So the guy calls the guy, being the foreman, calls for Agent Muller, and he says that someone spotted something down in a section of the pipe. And Muller's like, "Where?" And then like, they run to I don't know some little fucking bit in the thing, and they look at the blueprints of the the pipe system and the points at the system and Foreman's like oh it's here and Mulder mm-hmm. says that it's near where the body was found and the Foreman points out that there's an old overflow system that dumps into the harbour during heavy rainfall and Mulder says mm, must have been how the fluke got into the system and subtracts again that it's working its way back out to sea so then they race to the sewer place and again they're like, they're in that bit where the guy got attacked weren't they it's the same bit where the guy with the toothpaste we're not going to mention that yeah. So that guy, it's the same bit. So they go into there and Mulder's covering his nose because he's a wee bitch. At the same time, I don't blame him because I would not even go in there. Oh, yeah. So the foreman takes him down and they've got their little flashlights because it's the X-Files. And the foreman shows him where the overflow pipe is and Mulder says, can we get it closed? So the foreman tries to close it and then he says it's rusted in position and he's like, let me see if I can get some leverage. So basically this dumb bitch fucking falls in. <laughs> 
Yeah. And he's all like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just slept or whatever. Yeah. Then all of a sudden he just gets fucking taken underwater. It's like yeah, fucking right. son out of deep blue sea, just fucking grabbed, yeah. taken underwater. Yeah. And then, fucking great film, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> I will die on that hill. <laughs> I'm not changing my childhood perspective on that one. I can't remember. I, I, you watched it when we had the movie podcast. Yeah. Listen, if you'd seen no. it through the eyes of a child, oh, yeah. you would appreciate that. It's a Absolutely. fucking great film, and you would be stuck on your position of that, because yes. I will not change. There's lots of films I watched when I was a child, and I was like, great film. Rewatched it as an adult, and I was like, that was shit. Wish I hadn't yeah. watched that. Deep Plus isn't one of them. <laughs> fucking still a great film. I will die on this film. <laughs> it's like me, like circling back with me, with Twilight and the host. Load of shit. But fucking great. Oh, I will die on the hill yeah. at Twilight is brilliant yeah. for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what was I going to say now? Oh, yeah. Deep Blue Sea. Was it not something like, you ate my dog or you bit my dog or some shit? You ate my bird. You ate my bird. <laughs> that was it, the bird. LL Cool G. I'm so glad him, he makes it to the end. Yeah. Having Carr. Yeah. But he was all the way through that. Fucking LL Cool G. MVP. Yep. Oh, that just popped into my such head. A good you film. ate my bird. <laughs> head is like a shark's fin. What was that? It's not, it's not the song. It's like a shark's face. Oh, the song at the end! Oh my god, bring back when they used to have people in films singing the fucking theme yes. tune. Not theme tune, but a song for the film. Yeah. These were the good old days. Can't remember, was that like the early 2000s? When was that yeah. brought out? Like 2003? Like, or was it the, the 90s? 90s, 2000s. 1999? Deep Blue Sea, 1999. Hey, that was one of the years I mentioned. Jackson was in this film. Yeah, he's like, he's making a big speech. He's like, we are not gonna, whatever he says, like, something about turning on each other. And then the fucking just shark just jumps out of the water and fucking grabs his ass. <laughs> and I'm like, what you get for preaching? <gasps> it's available to stream in the UK right now. Don't tell me that because I won't watch that. Stellan Skarsgård just gets yeeted into that fucking glass. Yeah. thing. Fucking brilliant yeah. film. And that chin, that main theme tune. Like, it's got like the underwater sort of vibe to it. Like, when the shark's coming, do you know what I'm talking about? The chin, you won't remember it. I know I it because I, I can't, if I tried to do it, it wouldn't come out, but it's in my head, like, yes. fucking embedded yeah, in there. Yeah. Brilliant. Love it. Anyway, it's not Deep Blue Seas, but it's the host. <laughs> so then we get, like, the classic, like, Mulder reaching for this dude's hand. And, like, I'm trying to grip on, but their hands are wet, so he slips under. Yeah. So, rip. He's gone. <laughs> Ripperino. Not really. So then, Mulder. Fucking Mulder. Just fucking dives into this water. Yeah. This is the point I was going to raise when we watched it earlier, and I thought, I'll save it for the podcast. Oh, go on. So, run it down. Kudos to him, though. He puts his full pussy into the work that he does and does not have his full pussy. Ella. Jumping into that sewer war, because we had the conversation is that if we ended up in sewer war, we would just expire. <laughs> like, I would just die. I'd be like, nope. Yeah, fuck he's all about Mulder's just like I'll save you and dies. I appreciate his dedication, but he's literally just fucking like this guy goes under and then he just dives in like yeah, fucking yeah. Baywatch or yeah, something. He's still useless, but he fucking goes for it. So yeah, that's not actually this episode. Baywatch, the Baywatch episode is Dwayne Barry, right? <laughs> that's that's the Red Speedo episode. Yeah, yeah, Mulder jumps in and then this bitch is literally gulping down fucking <laughs> sewage water. Like the fuck. It's bogging. So he notices some movement under the water, and then the foreman pops up again. It's like a fucking little jack in the box. And he grabs him. The guy's like screaming. He's out of it. He's entered a new dimension. I don't blame him. He's, yeah. fucking, he's in sewage. A fucking monster yeah. attacking him. I don't blame him, dude. So then Mulder like, gets him to safety and like puts him next to the ledge. 
and then he goes back after the, the boys just diving in the ring, diving <laughs> and pivoting, and he's just everywhere in this war. And he sees the fluke person going to the going to get to the overflow pipe, I think that is. Yeah. And then he's like reaching up to get into it, and he's like halfway into it. He's got his whole chest and shoulders in. And then Mulder is trying to close the gate, can't get closed. But then this dumb bitch falls into the water and then just pulls the lever down with him. Like he's like, Oh, I got it, but I fell into the water and just yeah. took yeah. a good few gulps because oh. apparently Sue's water is fucking divine. So, <laughs> get him on the antibiotics. Just he, give him a shot. Yeah. Jag so then he, he chops the, the, worm, the worm person in half and then it screams. And that's when you get the. And I, I will yes. So then we cut to Washington see Mulder sit on a bench. Just, he just, <laughs> he's back in his bench. He's, he's reminiscing about deep throat. Yeah. Oh my sugar daddy, you gone. I know. I, I need to buy my own Louis Vuitton. My own conspiracies. He's suffering about his sugar daddy. Yeah. So then Scully comes, Scully, and she's like, "Is this seat taken?" So Mulder says, "No, but I should warn you, I may reek a bit of the surge." Oh my God, what does that say? <laughs> Mulder says, no, but I should warn you, I may reek a bit out of the sewer. What? I reek a bit of the sewer. I've written wrong. Yeah. I've copy and pasted. Might reek a bit of the sewer. And Scully says she'll take her chances. So here we see that Scully would happily sit next to Mulder when he stinks of sewage. And if that ain't love, if that ain't love, I don't know what fucking is. So Scully says, you talked to Skinner yesterday, and Mulder says that success in our work is imperative. Scully, reinstatement of the exiles must be undeniable. Fine, Chris Carline, I don't fucking know what it is. And then Scully's like, that came from Skinner? And he's like, no, we have a friend in the FBI. So then, basically, Scully shows him the results of the biology of the fluke larva, and starts talking about shit. And I can't bother all that quasi vertebrate human. Who cares? So Mulder's like, it's human. And then basically they talk about Chernobyl and radiation and shit. If you haven't watched Chernobyl, have you watched Chernobyl? No, I've not. Emma. I don't know if I could take it. Emma. <laughs> What do you mean you don't know if you could take it? Because I've got an overactive imagination and I have nightmares about radiation poisoning. It's not like that. Listen. I remember I saw the trailer for Chernobyl and all it was was like the Geigel counter, like the little ticking that you heard and like saw them like in their like suits and that and I was like, I'm fucking sold. Like this looks amazing. And it was amazing. It annoys me now like so many people have watched it after the fact and like, oh my God, how amazing Chernobyl is. And I was like, I watched it there at the time when it aired and I was like, (laughs) Chernobyl and everyone was like, not seen it. And I was just like, what the fuck? If you've not seen Chernobyl, go watch that. It's fucking amazing. Stellan the Scars Guard is in that as well. That's a nice little, nice little circle. Nice. So, they're talking about radiation and crap, and how that the flick was made by humans, not by nature. And then we had the discussion that Chernobyl was in 1986. Mm-hmm. This is two, not 2000, this is 1994, which means yeah. there's literally four, sorry, <laughs> I can do math. There's been eight years that have passed, yeah. and somehow this is like a grown ass man. I mean, could, have, like, the ra- could the radiation have accelerated it? But don't do don't like, try to make sense out of fucking Chris yeah. Carter's bullshit. Like, that's the only thing I can think of he was going for, but then he didn't explain that, so yeah. that's on him. So, I mean, doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Who actually cares? The, the main point is that they look so cute reading this file they together. Do. Like, he's looking through it, she's looking over his shoulder, and like, why aren't they in bed like, doing a crossword puzzle Yeah, with lots of kids around them? Like, yeah. fuck this. So... 
Mulder then says the line that, you know, they say three species disappear off the planet every day. You wonder how many new ones are being created. Doodle-doo. <laughs> Not quite yet. Because then we cut to Newark, New Jersey, and we're on a street. We see cars going by, and we sewer grape, and then it leads to the tunnel before. Oh my god, the tunnel below. And then we see the like the hole in the sewer gate, and we see the fluke person floating in the water. And then suddenly his eyes open and we hear him hiss as he takes a breath. And the flick lives. The flick lives, my friends. So why didn't we ever revisit this like Tim's? How bizarre. <laughs> but to be honest, I'm glad we didn't because it gave me the fucking look. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't tell you the best. You already know the story, but I don't know if you remember this story. Okay. So this story, obviously, the story, this episode, obviously, about like, bloop. Gives you the book. Mm-hmm. Bit gag. Mm-hmm. Gag fest. But um, it's disgusting. But I was watching this episode. Mm-hmm. Wait, there needs to be some, what you call it, background information. It was Sunday. Okay. My mom was making Sunday dinner. And when she was taking the roast tatties, or roast potatoes, out of the oven, mm-hmm. one fell out. And as you know, like, when you cook potatoes, they're roughly the temperature of the sun. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> one fell off. And Ariel, because she's sous chef, she just hangs around the kitchen counter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to use words that like feel along so like bunker. It's not bunk. Kitchen counter. Yeah. She just waits for anything to fall off. Mm-hmm. She was a stray. This is her life. So mm-hmm. waiting for something to fall off. This roast potato fell off the tree, and my our dog Ariel swallowed it fucking whole. <laughs> Roughly the temperature of the surface of the sun, and she just swallowed this whole. Anyway, flash forward ten minutes sitting having dinner i've got the x-files on and it's the host and my sister requests that i turn it off because we're eating yeah fair and it's making her feel sick so i was like ah fair i'll switch off for the time being so switch off fast forward another five minutes (laughs) this this hot potato has hit ariel's stomach ain't having any of it so the fucking dog (laughs) spews up the potato in front of all of us (laughs) <laughs> while we're eating dinner and then we're all like gagging and then I was like and you made me turn off the X-Files because you thought I was disgusting yeah. <laughs> and I was like an alien spewed and ruined dinner anyway yeah. brilliant brilliant it is brilliant okay we're two episodes in mm-hmm. where are we rating this um better or worse than the little green men I would say better I would say better yeah I'd say it's easily better yeah that's a ranking over because we're only two episodes yeah. in so want to do the fans are out there yeah at emessenger922 says i loved this very short era of them being separated but still finding every conceivable way to still work together yeah, yeah. part of me wishes that it went on a little longer i don't know then she had to go get kidnapped no not kidnapped abducted yeah or kidnapped depends what side you're on um, you only offer to autopsy a body pull out of the sewer if it's love and that's exactly what we were saying yeah must be love. love. <laughs> and then Kathy G. Kathy G. <laughs> says, this is my first episode. My hubby had been trying to get me to watch for about a year and I finally did and I was hooked. Although for very different reasons than him, I needed to know more about these agents who no longer work together but clearly belong together. Yes. What a great first episode. Yeah, it's a good one. She also says, it was also obvious that Gillian was pregnant and I wanted to see how they go about hiding that in future episodes oh, so pregnant and your reply was what a great first episode <laughs> this is weeks ago it's been so long yeah and i'm still fucking ill <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, at Heart Eyes for David says, this is my first episode. So oh, yeah. yeah. Um, they were nine, and as a horror fan, I was hooked. Nine? Fucking hell, that would be scary. Yeah. Just hooked. <laughs> um, because, of, uh, because of the fluke man, but I like Mulder and Scully too, so became a regular watcher. Also, look at them, and they've put in two very, very cute photos. And it's that one of them smiling and laughing together. <laughs> and the MSR are strong here, even when they aren't partners. And you are so right. At Home with Spiders says, love this episode, so freaky. The dude smoking while draining the porta potty gets me every time. What the fuck was that? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Uh, Mulder and Scully were way too cute in this one too. No concept of personal space. And then um, we had two more Linker ones coming. And then I put up a wee tweet as we were recording. I didn't know that. Um, so at Keller McPhee says, I always just end up feeling bad for the flukeman. He was just trying to live his life. He never asked for this. Oh my God. Have you heard Have you heard that poem? But basically the end thing is, if I am killed for simply living, yeah. let death be kinder than man. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, yeah, we are shitty. Uh-huh. We are fucking shitty. Uh-huh. That's like when everyone was going crazy about the aliens. I was like, part of me wishes aliens do exist, and I hope we all get fucking like imprisoned or killed, because it's what we fucking deserve <laughs> for how we have treated everything that we perceived to be lesser than yeah. us. Yep. So yeah, listeners, hope you all get abducted and killed. <laughs> That's my <laughs> message to the world. Can I send you that TikTok of the girl who's just like, oh, aliens, you know, y- y'all got this. <laughs> just do what you gotta do. <laughs> I, not. I think I did. And I was like, oh, Dana Scully, season 11. She's like, you know, if there's aliens out there. Yeah, you did. You, did, you, you know. Did. Anyway, where were I? That can be my part three for her of context. <laughs> I need to find it though before I forgot. And then the last one we had was from the X-Files chat room podcast. And they said, Skinner agreeing it should have been an X-File with a little heart eyes emoji. Oh yeah. We also got on TikTok, KMAC underscore 88 tagged us in a video saying this is 100%. This is the host 100%. And it was a video like with a, was this weird thing in a lake? Did you, did you see that? Oh, I I was just like, if there's one X-File I need not to be true, it's fucking this. Yeah. But yeah, it came on TikTok a few weeks ago and I was like, I'm going to screenshot this so I don't forget. So, was that everything? That was, yeah. So now it's time for... Do you think I'm spooky? We've got a few stories. Do we read them all or do we flip a coin? If I number them, well, I'll just number them, and yeah, but I will tell awesome. you who yeah. the number is, and then you can decide what we read. Okay, so pick from one to three. Two. Okay, so this week's, and if you don't feature in this episode, your story will be read, and thank you very much for submitting your stories, but we're trying to drag them out a little bit until we yeah. get more stories, so please keep submitting your spooky stories, because we're loving these. So this one comes from at phalanges1121, and it's Katie. So... Katie says, this might be long. For the last about 15 to 16 years, I've had who we call Alex with me. Interesting. He's moved with me many times. I don't like the sentence already. (laughs) So I'm used to noises and things falling. About two and a half years ago, I needed a dresser and my sister was getting rid of a dresser. What was a dresser? Oh, like a dresser, yeah. That belonged to our biological dad, who I don't get along with and was definitely not a good person. I didn't want to take it, but it was free and I needed something. He had died around this time, so I knew I wouldn't have any contact with him at least. About two months after I got the dresser, the tone of the house changed. No way. Mm. Wasn't sure what was happening at first, but when I got grabbed in the shower... No! When I got grabbed in the shower, I knew it wasn't Alex because he had never once touched me and touched anyone. Wait, so Alex isn't... I thought this was the start of Alex with the dresser, but Alex was already there. 
and now she's got the fucking dresser that's yeah. changing the vibe. <laughs> Katie, you need to get some sage and burn that shit. Get some salt. In a circle. Yeah. So, excuse me. We kept telling Alex to knock it off. Well, because we didn't know any better, and then I actually got on a recording, a voice. <laughs> I love how I do like reactions that you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just left speechless. So they kept telling Alex to knock it off because they didn't know any better, and then they actually got a recording of a voice saying, That isn't my name. Oh, the shower is going <laughs> down my spine. No. What do you mean you got a recording? Where is this recording? How did you get a recording? No. Oh, the shivers. The shivers going down my spine. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. So the last straw was the day I went into the kitchen after not being in there for a good 30 minutes to put some dishes away. I hadn't used the back burner on the stove in weeks. Yeah, and when it's on, it glows bright red. A plastic thing stuck to it, and me not really thinking pushed the burner back down, not realizing it was on its highest setting, but wasn't bright red. Needless to say, it hurt like hell. My friend brought someone in that I had never met before and didn't know my story at all. We started to cleanse the house and all hell broke loose. Yes, cleanse that fucking house. Yep. My done. one friend was on the floor crying and she didn't know why. And my other friend was bending over in pain because it felt like someone was hitting her in the head. Fucking hell. What? You need more than sage. You need like a fucking priest and fucking some holy water. <laughs> what the fuck? I would be at, what? I would just move. Yeah. Like fucking burn it all to the ground and yeah. move. I would not be dealing with that shit. See these people that just like lead, like, oh yeah, I've got a ghost. And like it's going with life. I'm just like, what do you mean? Like move. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't care if I've got no money. I will live on the fucking streets before I live my ghost. Yep. Like, even after this whole spider thing in this house, I haven't this close to just pack the bag and like, fuck it. <laughs> you own the house now. Spiders can have it. So, the lady told them that whatever was in my house was evil and a male, and I knew from my childhood that had hurt me and wanted to hurt me again. Oh, no. Oh, no. My biological dad was abusive in every way possible. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that. She told my one friend that she was crying because she felt what I felt when I was a kid. Oh, bless. Oh, that's shame. And she didn't know how I survived it. And other friend's head hurt because I actually have an incident, sorry, an indent on the back of my head from him. We had to cleanse the house three times before he would leave. Just happy that it took three months, but Alex came back because he was afraid of him also. Oh, so yeah, it was a very interesting time in my life. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that story. I'm so sorry you went through one that haunting and two all that stuff with your your dad. I'm really sorry about that. No one should have to go through that. No, definitely not. What a shame. But imagine having to go through that as a kid and then having to fucking deal with it again afterwards. What a shame. But you're stronger than me because I would have moved right out there but yeah. i'm glad alex so alex is back so alex is just kicking around alex just chilling he's like so dude what's up dude tell us more about alex yeah. <laughs> and what is alex like what are their interests who's alex vibing yeah he doesn't care about any sage he's he's just he's chilling yeah chillin'. they're chilling but yeah thank you so much for, for sharing that story and if you want to send in your own spooky stories you can email us on themsrfilespodcast at gmail.com or you can dm us on twitter where you can follow us at themsrfilespod or you can follow us on instagram and tiktok at themsrfilespodcast next episode is blood so join us next time for that see ya bye bye
了。